Hey everybody, what is going on? This is your boy Christian Israel and you are tuning to the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is the place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. Where we go one, we go all. This is a new you, a new future, and a new creation, everybody. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Today is episode 77. It is Tuesday, June 16th, and we are going to discuss and ask the question, are cryptocurrencies the future of finance of actual finance are they the future because that is a big deal and i will also go over the list of 60 something central banks that are doing stablecoin initiatives today that's just some side news and i will also go mainly over our cryptocurrencies this is an article that came out originally by digital information world we are going to go over that but before we go into that i want to make sure that you guys truly 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 understand what is going on right now and this is the most recent news in china this came out yesterday xrp yo yo who was killing the game shout out to him for all the videos he is putting up um this right here is just to let you know what is really going on he says china new digital currency and we've talked about that multiple times in this channel the digital yuan and here's a news report on it let's dive on in before we jump into the show Using a new digital currency backed by its central bank. It's said to make payment easier and faster, but an analyst warns it could be used to tighten the regime's control of the Chinese people. NDD's Catherine Wen has the details. China is testing a new digital currency with a pilot program. It's set to be the first digital currency used by a major economy. After years of development, the program began last month in four Chinese cities. Starting in May, some government workers will receive part of their paychecks in the digital currency. To use it, they need to install an app. The currency's value is pegged to the yuan. Unlike other cryptocurrencies, the digital yuan is issued and backed by the Chinese central bank. It's not decentralized and won't provide the same anonymity as other cryptocurrencies do. It's not an independent currency itself. It's just the digital version of the Chinese renminbi. In fact, there's always a central authority in this digital renminbi system. That's the Chinese communist regime. According to a professor from the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, the new digital currency aims to replace Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies with a system controlled by government authorities. Tang says due to its centralized structure, it would give the authorities more control over the everyday lives of Chinese people. The government can directly control each person's wallet and decide how you can spend your own money. For example, let's say the government paid you a salary of 3,000 yuan. If needed, it can impose a restriction on your money, making it so you can only spend 1,000 yuan on rice. He added the system could also be used to suppress dissidents, restrict their access to necessities, or in extreme cases, seize personal property. Officials say the digital yuan will make paying easier and faster for the Chinese people. But Tang says the Chinese regime is testing how much control it can exert over individual financial activity. He says the regime also has another motive. The Chinese communist regime has a goal and a plan. Once this technology matures, the regime can use the system to replace the U.S. dollar. It is trying to compete for dominance with the U.S. in the global financial system. The former governor of China's central bank said. So, guys, I think it's important to see what is going on. It is getting closer and closer 
So make sure we open our eyes. Let's dive in to today's story. I'm excited to do this. Let's jump into episode 76. Let's go. So before I forget, I want to shout out thank you to all my subscribers yesterday. Big thank you to Dustin, uh, I think it is BC on Twitter. Uh, he, he, he gave me a shout out. Shout out to the Bearable Bull on Twitter and shout out to the Digital Asset Investor as well. Uh, all, of they, all of them have YouTube channels as well. I'm sure you follow them by now. If you don't, go follow them. I appreciate all their love. They are way more experienced at this YouTube thing than I, and they have given me shots out recently uh, on my Twitter, and I truly, truly appreciate that, and thank you to all the subscribers as well for those who are here. So what do you guys think of this uh, this video here uh, posted by XRP Yo-Yo? Write in the comments, let me know. Oh, by the way, please like this video right now. Share this video, comment. Uh, I'm trying to build this platform to help educate everybody. We had a great, great live stream last night. A lot of people, we talked about uh, staking during the bull run, basically, and staking on the blockchain and how to stake. So if you get a chance, go back and watch the live stream last night. Some great information there. Also, make sure you join the Telegram group. Hit me up there. It's free. We talk. We educate. We have a good time. And we discuss things like this. So I want to know what you guys think. Um, you know, we, we know this is where we're going uh, here in America and the rest of the world. So speaking of that, just a quick little news. This article came out this morning, actually, and it's the, it's by CNBC. It says these uh, 50 companies are considered disruptors, okay? And that's all. And they, actually what's crazy is they say the startups. Uh, so I just want to show you who is down here. Number, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Here we go. Number 28, Ripple, a crypto answer to money transfer. So they are on the radar. They are doing works. And so, by the way, is Chime. Um, if you guys are into uh, Chime, which is a no banking fee, is also on here. Uh, taking down the overdraft Goliath. Um, a lot of this stuff is banking things in here. So speaking of uh, regular stock and finance 1.0, I do have a link in the description for Robinhood. If you sign up, buy a stock we both get a free stock so click that link if you want to get into here and it could be anything facebook tesla um and anything else that's already public so let's jump into today's story so i came across this yes uh this morning um i thought this was yesterday originally but i guess this was this morning it's it's uh called our cryptocurrencies the future of finance and why is this because yesterday we talked about staking um what's going on in the banks you see uh, the, the digital yuan launching or is already launched being tested to control and be able to tax people and I just think it's important to understand what is going on in the finance world and that's kind of the main things I focus on are our cryptocurrencies or as, as I call them digital assets that are involved in moving actual money utility and in the quote-unquote banking system or finance 1.0 because the banking system honestly will never go away right it's not going to go away just like government is not going to go away um, when it goes away we'll have one big government and one big bank either way they will exist because that is just how everything runs and, uh, and it's part of the chaos so i thought this was interesting um in general and, and i wanted to discuss this with you and get your guys's thoughts on 
the future of finance. And I know we're in the DeFi space, right? And I talk about that last night in my live stream about DeFi space and specifically um, why, why I can remember why, before I forget. This is a place that you guys can go to check out what's going on in the DeFi space. It is DeFiPulse.com. I'll put a link in the description. You can kind of see, you know, Maker has been leading the way, making big, big gangs uh, with, with wrapped Bitcoin also wrapped Ethereum on ERC20 tokens. And I did a whole, I also did a whole thing on that. Why you should know that is episode 59. Um, go check that out because this is what I really focus on as a company, uh, New Creation Capital Management. We focus on finance, right? We focus on finance and trading, growth, investment, um, managing clients' portfolios in the crypto space, and then moving into the finance 1.0 space. That's where we plan to go as well. So I want to educate people who are on this channel, not just about fun articles or fun articles or Bitcoin's going to 150,000, but I want to educate you guys on actual finance so you can change your lives, to be honest with you. Um, and that's what I go on. So this is a research channel. I love to dig and I love to dig and I love your feedback. So please give me your feedback. Comment below. Let me know what you think. Um, also, thank you to those guys on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen, I appreciate you. And this basically talks about cryptocurrency is growing in the ecosystem the past few years. We know that. We know that 6% of everybody in the space right now is Bitcoin, right? That's where 60%, that's, that's called market dominance, for you guys don't know. However, we've got some, some ones that I am in, and these all four of these, by the way, Ripple, Tezos, Stellar, Ethereum, I am in. And these are helping move finance, right? Right now, it's $200 billion industry, okay? That is cryptocurrency. Now, anybody who doesn't know this, we know cryptocurrency has been going on since 1980. We know, for instance, Ripple, David Schwartz, used to work for the NSA in 1995. He patented the technology we have right now back then. In fact, the blockchain actually was created 20 years ago. And I've still yet to do a... Um, I've still yet to do a podcast really on what the blockchain is. I don't think people really understand. So we know everyone, if you watch this show by now, you know Bitcoin was was quote unquote created in 2019. I'm not going to go into the details of that, but we know. So Bitcoin, Stellar, and Ripple are used for buying products, right? Bitcoin was created as a peer-to-peer, supposed to be a peer-to-peer cashless system, move money, and now it's the, the it's changed to more of a store of value, right? No one's really buying and selling things on Bitcoin. It's one of the slowest we have in the cryptocurrency space now, honestly. Uh, Bitcoin Cash moves faster. Um, obviously, Ripple moves, Stellar, I'm sorry, XRP moves in three-second transactions. XLM is five to 10-second transactions. Ethereum is still faster than Bitcoin. So we have all these different ways. So Bitcoin's become more of a, a store of value, um, even though yesterday I did a podcast on is XRP the actual digital gold, right? So the technology behind cryptocurrency um, is basically like cryptography, right? It's supposed to be encrypted. And so when it comes to banking, we know Swift has had some of the largest banking hacks, uh, uh, period. So what do I mean by that? So Swift, guys, for people who don't know what Swift is, Swift doesn't actually move money. Swift is a messaging system that tells me, if I want to send money, I go from bank A to bank B. The way I do this, I send them a message, a text message that says, hey, can you please give this person money? And that's what the Nostro Vostro accounts are about, right? Money in reserve. 
So that so each bank has to hold money and reserve money in order to do it. So I'm going to send them a text message using Swift, and then it could take two, three, four, five days to actually complete the system. This is where cryptocurrency steps in. Even if we will use Bitcoin, Bitcoin would still be faster than the Swift system. But Bitcoin, for lack of a better term, is dinosaur technology in the cryptocurrency space. That's why you have an XRP or an XLM who can move much, much faster. Okay, not only can it move from bank to bank, but it also helps the unbanked. That's the big thing is banking the unbanked. You hear that term a lot. What does it mean to bank the unbanked? That means anybody who has any type of cell phone can move money. Okay, and I know they're talking about that with possibly Bitcoin as well. It's more about moving money. Bitcoin opened the door. Bitcoin is that proof of concept. Bitcoin is to allow the masses to get there, pay attention to cryptocurrency and get comfortable for it. Personally, I believe why they switch over. That's why you see, I mean, right now, Bitcoin in China, 51% of it is mined in Bitcoin. What does that mean? That means actual solving that math equation to create Bitcoin. There's only 21 million Bitcoin. Well, 51% of the mining power of making the, the network move comes out of China, who basically is moving to have complete digital currency of all your accounts. And that's where we're going. So... In this space, we have things like D-apps uh, D or DAPs, okay? These allow people to develop applications without a central authority. That means without someone in the middle, okay? So that's EOS, Ethereum, Tezos. Those are examples of DAPs. Uh, you can have a private invest uh, 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 investor or a global investor, depending how you want to do it. But it's more like private people, private citizens, entities, okay, that allow those things to do. But then you have things like um, crypto hedge funds, right? We have crypto hedge funds. So you've got your dApps that allow things like EOS, Ethereum, Tezos to move back and forth. You got Bitcoin, Stellar, Ripple, our company. Well, Bitcoin's not a company. Bitcoin is a creation. Stellar and Ripple are companies. Well, Stellar technically is a foundation, but we won't get into that. Um, that have BTC, XLM, and XRP that allow people without banking to move. Then you also have Things like DAI, Gemini, USD, USDC are digital currencies pegged to a commodity or a, a fiat currency are kind of like a stable, they're called stable coins, right? So they don't move, they sit right at a dollar, they act as fiat in the native currency. XRP moves fiat to, to, to currency, so it makes those transactions fast. It does what the banking system should do, right? The banking system still stuck pre-internet. Pre-internet, in other words, I send a message and you hold on to money. Ripple helps move and open up the Nostral Vostra accounts, freeing billions of dollars, maybe even trillions of dollars, to make money move. And it makes more money for banks. It makes things cheaper for you, and it's a great way to move. So crypto hedge funds have institutionalized this space, and they have come into as investments. So as you have Finance 1.0, which I call the equities market, Finance uh, and Finance 2.0, which is the crypto space, we now have hedge funds that are moving in that space. Some of the most popular, popular things here in America anyway for places for you to get your money is a place like Coinbase. Then you also have another popular uh, currency uh, exchange where you can move or trade whatever you choose to do. And then that's like Bitstamp, right? So I have a link below. If you don't have a Coinbase account, you can open one up, buy $100 of Bitcoin or XRP, XLM, Tezos, Ethereum, whatever you want. You get a free $10 and a link below. So go ahead and click on that.
that's how I got into this space in 2017. I bought my first Bitcoin three years ago. So now I'm here. I'm here three years later. I'm running a crypto-based company now, and I'm running a crypto-based podcast, and I own crypto, and I help people make money in crypto. That's what I do now. So what's good about this system is you have decentralized and an open system. So you can see all these transactions moving. So as a bank, if I'm going to do what's called anti-money laundering or know your customer, it prevents people from moving their money. But the issue is that's when you got the China thing. So this is where China is going. This is where they are going, controlling all your money. So that decentralized manner, uh, do we know if it's good? Okay. And so this right here is just the evolution of cryptocurrency, where it's going, where it's moving, and how it's breaking down. We, I just went over all of that for you. Uh, smart contracts is part of how it moves. The real value of um, cryptocurrency, and I think this is important because they go here, payments, Bitcoin, Ripple, Stellar. Again, people really don't do payments that I know of on Bitcoin, but maybe they do. Value storage, this is more important. Bitcoin is, they call like the gold, Litecoin is like a silver Stable coins, DAI, USD, Gemini, USD, um, C, Privacy, Monero, Zcash, Dash. I would personally stay away from privacy coins. Those will not make it. Those are going to be banned 100%. There is no way the government is going to allow this happen. And if they have you as a CBDC, which is Central Digital Bank Currency, where everything is digital, they're going to know when you move your money. It's not going to be a cash thing. Cash is going to be obsolete, a cashless society. I think in the long run, this will be banned and you will lose your money. You do have digital ownership, this thing called uh, not your keys, not your crypto. So you can put your money on a ledger, which I do, and it's held. So therefore, the thing about this, you can also be your own bank, hold on to it, which means you lose your ledger, you lose your money. So this is why having banks, in a sense, is a good thing because, right, you can't lose your money. But then again, if it's all digital, they can tax you without anything. They can just take it from you, right? So then you got your decentralized apps. We talk about uh, EOS, Tezos, and Ethereum, okay? And we've talked about how cryptocurrency can be used. Payments, value storage, utility, transactions, which makes sense for finance, right? And so these are some of the biggest things, biggest players in this space. Stellar, Ethereum, Litecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum Classic, Araguar, Chainlink, Tezos, OX, Ripple, EOS, Bitcoin Cash. Those are some of the major players. Ripple, for me, is the biggest player in the space. Chainlink helps moves and to connect um, um, smart contracts, so that's a place where you want to be. Tezos also helps move um, smart contracts, which is a good thing, okay? Um, Stellar is another peg to the U.S. dollar, helps with IBM. Ethereum is like the internet of all these things. Everything is built. All this decentralized finance is all built on Ethereum. Like I told you, Litecoin is kind of like a silver. Bitcoin is kind of like a gold. Ethereum Classic is kind of like Ethereum in general. Bitcoin Cash is a pay-to-pay -pay peer system. Um, so these are places to get in. I am in everything but Arguar, uh, and I have everything else, though. So that's kind of what this is about. Of course, we talked about your private actors. We talked about IBM, Microsoft. These are those, these are those private companies, kind of like the Federal Reserve is a private company. So these are the guys that are building that technology. You got the JP Morgan coin, uh, Fidelity Investments. Then we talked about the cryptocurrency exchanges, Bitstamp and Coinbase, the two largest ones. Then your public actors, right? These are your central banks, CBDC, China, Saudi Arabia actually is using the blockchain right now to inject 
liquidity into their banking system. Sweden has cryptocurrency. It is moving. Uh, Liechtenstein, I think, runs on Ripple. China, we saw there, had their own digital yuan, CBDC, and going. So these are what's going on. Then you have your wallets, Treasure and Exodus. I have a Ledger, Nano SX, to be honest with you. Um, Coinbase is where you can get in, make payments. Cross-border transactions, this is where it's at. This is why Ripple will make it. The Nostra Bostro is moving all the money. Ripple is the one. They are everywhere. We saw in this article right here, they are the disruptor. No one else is mentioned there. XRP are the people. So what is the big picture? What is the whole point of this podcast? Is that as crypto gains momentum, the longer term implications of cryptocurrencies are compelling. Privacy, access, security, programmable money, and efficient. And this is... Right now, banks are really not, I mean, they're secure, um, but they're not really efficient. I mean, because they're running on 40, 50-year-old technology. So I think um, this is the future, and this is just kind of an update for you guys that do not know. So this is where you step in and tell me, do you believe cryptocurrencies are the future of finance? I mean, I'm in the space because I believe that. We've technically been in this space now since 2009. We are 11 years flying into it. Uh, as cryptocurrency is built. So what do you think? Do you think this is the space? This is where you comment below. This is where you share. This is where you describe. Because right now, according to this article right here, I have a list of all the central bank, all the CBDCs and current stablecoin initiatives. As of right now, 45 central banks around the world are working on this. And we talk about this on this channel all the time. And I'm not going to go through all these because it's alphabetical order and it's listed. This is as of June 15th, as of yesterday. So go check this out. I'll put a link in the description. This is from medium.com. Let me know. And also shout out to Ahu Ahmed, who wrote this from digitalinformationworld.com. Great article. And this is where you step in. So last but not least, Bitcoin is waiting. It is hitting a down resistance. It's trying to break up. It's got between a couple Fibonacci's. I got stomped out in a short yesterday. I put a short in right at this fib right here at 94.28, and it popped me out when it hit almost 600, uh, $9,600. So that was my literally my first trade in 30 days, and it got knocked out. So nothing makes sense to me right now. We are waiting. We are holding. We are trying to pump. And we will see what happens because Bitcoin right now, as you can see, is at 95.43. Uh, I will be doing my next live stream on Thursday night. I would love for you guys to join me. And then I will have one on Friday morning as well. For the meantime, let me know what you guys think. Did you guys enjoy this podcast? I mean, this is episode 77. We're talking about our cryptocurrencies, the future of DeFi. And this is where you come in and you let me know. Also, please, please, please like and subscribe hit the notification bell up here so you can be notified when i do my podcast when i do my live streams sometimes you don't see it and of course i don't have a lot my goal is to get to 500 subscribers by the end of june so please help me get there and a thousand subscribers by the end of summer and i cannot get there without your help also if you don't follow me on new creation cap please follow me on new creation cap which is twitter we have gained two almost two three hundred followers well really 1,500 followers in the last month on Twitter alone. It, we are exploding, and I thank you so, so much. Um, I always I always pin my um, episode in the top here, and then I'm also on what's called Publish OX, which I put a link to in the description, um, and you can go there and find the audio and 
uh, audio and video links as normal. So let me know. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. And you know what I have to do before we sign out? You know what I have to do. You know what it is. You know what I always do. If you come here, this is a Christ and crypto centered podcast. So let me go ahead and give you today's scripture. It is from Zechariah chapter four. I'm sorry, chapter seven, verse eight. And it goes like this. And the word of the Lord came again to Zechariah. This is what the Lord Almighty said. Administer true justice. Show mercy and compassion to one another. Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the foreigner or the poor. Do not plot evil against each other. And it says here, but they refused to pay attention. Stubbornly, they turned their backs and covered their ears. They made their hearts as hard as flint and would not listen to the law or the words that the Lord Almighty had sent by his spirit through the earlier prophets. So the Lord Almighty was very angry. When I called, they did not listen. So when they called, I would not listen, says the Lord Almighty. I scattered them with a whirlwind among all nations where they were strangers. The land they left behind them was also desolate, that no one traveled through it. This is how they made the pleasant land desolate. And he's talking about Jerusalem there. Now, they came back in 1946, um, and we won't go into a history lesson here. But the point of all that is the Lord wants us to be gracious and merciful to each other. And he sent his spirit here for us. He sent Christ here for us. And when Christ was sacrificed, resurrected, and ascended into heaven, he gave us his Holy Spirit to do his work here, guys. And so he gives us a chance for us to listen to him. Because he is our Savior and it allows us. So please open your eyes. Open your Bible if you got some questions. If you got any questions, I do podcasts on Saturday, the side of the Sabbath, where I do the sermons. And we just talk Christ and crypto on Monday nights, Thursday nights, and Friday mornings as well, guys. Please join the Telegram group. Come hang out with us. I appreciate all that you do. Remember, there are links in the description, referral links, whatever you want. Check it out from free crypto mining to Coinbase to Robinhood, um, to even if you're in Canada, there's an exchange there for you guys to trade on. So thank you guys so much. This is your boy, Christian Israel, and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is a place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. Where we go one, we go all, guys. This is the end of episode 77, and this is not financial advice, but I love to tell you guys, make sure you buy low and sell high, guys. This is a new you a new future, and a new creation, guys. Until next time, everybody, peace and love. God bless you all. Later, guys.